Welcome to At Least He Tells the Truth. I'm Blake Ashby. The truth is, the Trump administration's response to the pandemic has been a tapestry of incompetence. A tapestry of incompetence. Trump has gotten most things wrong, and even the few things the administration has gotten right, it has usually undermined them. Even the one big thing the president got right, the restrictions on travel from China, he then turned around and undermined. The travel restrictions reduced travelers from China by 90%, a good thing that undoubtedly helped slow the spread of the virus. But then he undermined its effectiveness by not screening the remaining 10% that were still coming into our country. 40,000 people that came into our country without any kind of testing. I cannot remember a Republican administration more against providing even the most basic data on government. And surely the reason is that by almost any quantifiable measure, this administration has done a poor job even before its response to the pandemic. And again, on the pandemic, by just about every available number, this president has botched almost every decision he has made. I will say it again. He really has created a tapestry of incompetence. Numbers don't lie, and this administration's numbers are terrible. Pick a number we know, any number. Total number of cases of COVID-19? The United States is the world leader, with far, far more cases than any other developed country. Mortality rate? We are one of the worst in the world, and the only other developed country even close is Great Britain. Or pick a number that we won't know until after the fact, like the cost of purchasing personal protective equipment like face masks. When we do the look back, we are going to find out that the haphazard, almost clownish response on face masks has wound up costing our country tens of millions of dollars in extra spending. Early on, the administration had a great opportunity to ensure the availability of face masks and, yes, save money on them. In January, a U.S. manufacturer of protective masks had approached the federal government about restarting closed U.S. manufacturing lines for medical masks. At least some people in the government were excited by the idea, recognizing that if the virus hit, we would need a massive supply of them. It seems like this would have been a great fit for the Trump administration. The president campaigned on bringing back U.S. manufacturing. He actually talked about something called industrial policy, the idea that while there might be a global economy, there were 182 different countries, each with its own interests. And we had to make sure that we kept critical manufacturing domestic so that we wouldn't be at another nation's mercy. We do it with defense. Other than a few close allies, everything is made in the U.S. We don't do it with other parts of our economy, for example, rare earths or light bulbs. This was actually one of the things I agreed with the president on, the idea that our view of international trade needed to evolve. Committing to restarting the mask lines would have seemed like a great fit. U.S. manufacturer bringing jobs home make America great. But of course, like so many opportunities to get ahead of the pandemic, the administration did nothing. Less than two months later, our country faced a critical shortage of masks. The administration was hit with criticism on its lack of response, stories on dire shortages of masks, and the administration's failure to plan for the shortages. And of course, the administration began buying masks wherever it could at a higher price. Like most of the baffling decisions by this administration, we will probably never know why it didn't take advantage of this opportunity. Maybe it was a conflict between different ideas. Having an industrial policy means having a federal government that is effective. It means putting additional responsibilities into the federal government and assuming it can do them well. But of course, there is a part of the Republican Party that views the federal government as the greatest threat to personal freedom and any success by the federal government as likely leading to encroaching on rights. 
that the federal government is both destined to fail at anything it tries and that our country is, in the long term, better off if the federal government fails. Or maybe Trump didn't want to acknowledge the danger of the virus and nobody in his administration wanted to contradict him. Maybe there was no chance of him committing to any kind of planning for a bad case because he really did believe, for whatever reason, that we would soon be down to zero cases. Yes, he actually said that a while back. Or maybe he just doesn't take governing seriously. He ran for president on a whim and he won with a short burst of personal discipline. For whatever reason, he even still doesn't seem to take the responsibilities of being the leader of our country all that seriously. We'll never know why the decision on masks was botched or any other decision was botched. They will just get added to the many other small decisions that this administration botched. Yet more entries into the tapestry of incompetence that defines the Trump administration. I am Blake Ashby. Thanks for listening.